The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to our 2020 Year in Review on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to share some of the behind-the-scenes happenings and learnings from the MarTech Podcast content production team. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that talks about a challenge we face, how we reacted, and what the results were as we created, published, and marketed our content. Joining me today is the man behind the scenes, my head of content production, Mr. Todd Hines. Here's the second installment of our 2020 year in review when Todd and I talk about how we have growth hacked podcast growth. Todd, welcome to the second episode of our 2020 year in review. Thanks, Ben. Great to be back. It's good to have you back on the show. Always a pleasure to sit down and chat with, well, the guy that's sitting right next to me. Actually, we're on Zoom conference today because you're coming back from the holidays and and waiting on a, a negative COVID response before we get together. Man, what a year it's been. And yesterday we talked about how we dealt with some of the unforeseen or unforeseeable circumstances that we dealt with. And through it all, our podcast somehow continued to grow. Todd, how the hell did we pull that off? Well, it wasn't quite an accident, that's for sure. But it was surprising because our budget went down on spending and our monthly downloads went up. And it feels like, in many ways, the tipping point. And I think that's a manifestation of a better strategy that we used for some of our guest outreach and understanding how best that we can make a positive impact on the MarTech community through relationships and collaborations with others who are also making a positive influence. I think what's important here is to talk about where we were at the beginning of the year, what our strategies are and where we've landed. So just to give you our listeners some context, In January of 2020, that actually was this year, less than 12 months ago, hard to believe, we had taken a pretty nice jump forward. We were somewhere around 40,000, 45,000 downloads a month in December, and we stumbled upon an App Store optimization campaign, which basically was something that drives downloads and generates reviews and boosts our podcast in the Apple App Store. And by being boosted in the App Store, you start to get more organic downloads. And so 
we were relying on that channel, but we were also spending three, four grand a month on marketing, which is about what our pace was last year. I think last year we spent about fifty or $60,000 on marketing. And so in January, we were testing a new channel that helped us boost all the way up to 57,000 downloads. And then we turned that channel off to test whether those downloads were real and what was the repercussions if we didn't continue our app store optimizations. We went from 57 to 54. And so, you know, there was about a 5% loss in our app store optimization campaign, but most of the people that were listening ended up being, you know, real valuable listeners. And so we went from 45 to 54,000 downloads after this app store optimization campaign. Then we hit March. And we decided when the coronavirus outbreak happened, the economy tanked, marketers were getting fired. And unfortunately, we had some sponsors who reached out and said, hey, we're either not going to pay the bills, we're not going to pay the bills for six months, we're going to cancel a relationship. And so, Todd, what do you remember about you know when the coronavirus happened and what the repercussions were for our business? It definitely called for a moment of pause and reassessment. And it's kind of like when the ground shakes beneath your feet, the first thing you do is you reach for something to hold on to, to stabilize. And that's how I remember that feeling being is we felt a lot of the shock waves and we realized that things were changing. So it's kind of like, let's brace ourselves. And fortunately, we had money in the bank for which to brace for the short term. Let's reassess and then let's figure out how can we still be of value to organizations that even during this time are tightening their budgets, how can we still make this work and reach an audience that's still hungry for marketing knowledge that still will get benefit from the podcast, even as things are a lot tighter for people? Yeah. And we basically cut all marketing budgets, just like most people did in March. And what we ended up seeing was we went from our 54,000 downloads down to 48. So we lost about 10% of our listeners, which probably is an organic churn. Maybe people were just freaking out and not listening to as much podcast content. But then when we got into April, we started to feel like, okay, things are normalizing. So we went back to the well with our app store optimization campaign, but didn't do our paid marketing, buying podcast ads on other podcasts, which was our tried and true marketing channel from 2019, the good old days. And so we saw our podcast download shoot up to about 59,000 downloads, and we kind of kept that strategy going for a couple of months. We were 59,000 downloads, 57,000, 58. So what we realized was when we continued to do this App Store optimization campaign, we kind of hit a ceiling. This was a nice way to up-level the growth that we had, but it wasn't necessarily generating new growth. It was just kind of like, hey, we went from 48 to 58, and then we kind of stayed around there. And we knew that when we stopped that campaign, we were going to see a little bit of a dip, a 5 or 10% dip. So we got into the July timeframe, and we started to see that our sponsor relationships were either starting to come back or the outreach that we were doing to try to drive new podcast sponsorships were starting to mature. It takes us six to eight weeks between introduction to sell somebody a podcast sponsorships when they're actually going to become a customer. So we had stopped all of our outreach, partially because I had gone out on paternity leave, partially because of the coronavirus. Eight weeks later, all of a sudden, it starts to look like we're going to start making money again. So then we started our paid advertising campaigns again. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. 
Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. So Todd, tell me what you remember about what our performance was when we started to actually reinvest in our sort of standard bread and butter PPC channels. Fortunately, we saw really good incremental growth over that quarter. It went from about 60 to 70,000 per month. Right. And we invested, you know, three grand a month. So we're looking at a dollar per download, a dollar and a quarter per download over a quarter which is nice, but our goal was to get to 100,000 downloads. Then we stumbled upon something that was really impactful, and it actually has to do more with our content than it does with our marketing strategy. So Todd, talk to everybody about the discovery that we made when it relates to how we figure out who becomes a guest on the podcast. We put in place a system of ranking guest applicants and We've come a long way over the course of two and a half, almost three years now from having to spend a portion of our time seeking guests. We now have a flow of excellent, excellent guest submissions, people requesting to be on our show. And so we're in a great position now that we can be selective and we can look through applications and figure out the right way to prioritize our invites because unfortunately, we don't have time to bring every guest onto our show. So there's a ranking system that Ben actually you came up with and it takes various factors such as LinkedIn followers, Twitter connections, SEO rankings of websites into a formula will give us a score to rank the influence of these various guests. So we're able to use that to help us prioritize which guests we can invite. And that's, I think, been an incredible leap forward for us and helped us to really put some strategy behind our guest invites. It's the biggest win for us this year is the development of what we call our content syndication score. And, you know, I always say that we are open kimono on this podcast, so we're going to talk about exactly how that works. When I sat down to try to figure out how to prioritize which guests we had, it was basically out of a necessity where PR reps are reaching out to our podcast at a faster rate than we can respond and, and get people onto the show. So we were sitting here saying, look, we've got a backlog of 40 qualified guests who want to say something 
how do we figure out who should be a guest on the show? Now, there's a couple of different factors here. First and foremost, we want to create great content. It doesn't matter who we have on the show. It doesn't matter who they can reach if the content stinks. It's just not going to put forth a good impression. And so the first thing that we're doing is we're starting to think about, you know, what's the type of content that we want to talk about on the show. But we are organizing the list of sponsor applications based on the content syndication score. So what that does is it multiplies, you know, LinkedIn followers. I don't remember exactly what the numbers are, but we feel like LinkedIn is the most important channel for content syndication for this show. LinkedIn followers times 10. Twitter followers aren't as valuable. Twitter followers divided by seven and a half. Plus domain rank times five plus email list divided by 100. Those aren't the exact numbers that we use, but you get the general idea. That spits out a number and we can start to rank and organize the incoming guest applications based on their syndication, their ability to create reach for our podcast. Because whenever we have a guest on the show, for the most part, they are sharing the content with their existing social audience, with their email list, and, you know, hopefully creating a link that they're going to link back to our site. So that's how we're thinking about social syndication. And so when we look at who our guests are potentially going to be, we organize them by who has the biggest reach. And then we're evaluating, okay, of the people that have the biggest reach, is this a qualified guest? Is the topic interesting? And we work our way down that list. And that's one of the biggest value adds that we found from a growth perspective, because now all of a sudden, when we start creating content, we have a built-in organic or viral growth channel. So just to talk a little bit about the results here, when we started launching our content syndication score, we were at about 66,000 downloads, like Todd mentioned. We had gone from mid-50s to mid-60s, and we spent 10 grand to gain that extra 10,000 downloads. When we launched the content syndication score without spending, we went to 76,000 downloads. And then for the months after, we went 78, and then last month we were at 90,000 downloads. And so the big lesson here, mostly when you're developing a content marketing strategy, Content syndication is so incredibly important. It is not just about creating an interesting piece of content that people get value out of. There is a community aspect when you're creating content with someone else and understanding who you're working with and starting to think about the syndication prospects that your partners, your collaborations, you know, they will help you start to promote your content. Now, we're getting credibility when we create our content because we have interesting guests that are subject matter experts. Hopefully, they're giving us links that are starting to drive our organic traffic. But really, this is about virality. And whether you call it influencer marketing, content syndication, whatever you want to call it, this has been the biggest learning for us. Without increasing our spend, the podcast in the last little over a quarter has gone from the mid-60s to the 90,000 downloads. And so now all of a sudden we went up like 30,000 downloads per month when the previous quarter we went up 10,000 downloads. So there is an incremental, like at least 20,000 downloads of value just by us prioritizing who we were having on the show based on the amount of reach. And that is our biggest growth hacking strategy. If you're a content marketer, if you're thinking about how to gain more influence, I urge you to think more about not only what you're working on, but who you're working with. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with the man behind the scenes, Mr. Todd Hines. If you'd like to hear more of Todd and my learnings from 2020, we're going to publish an episode every day this week talking about something we tried and something we learned. 
So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about the challenges of migrating your MarTech stack. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Todd, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Todd Adam Hines, T-O-D-D-A-D-A-M-H-I-N-E-S. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to our website, martechpod.com, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You could sign up for our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is MartechPod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.